the Comedy Crossword Podcast. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of One Down, the Comedy Crossword Podcast. I'm Brendan Ayer. I'm here with Greg Warren. Thanks for joining us again. Greg, what's going on, man? Hey, Brendan, I'm going to get right to it, okay? I'm going to get right to the issue of the day. Uh, I got killed this week, okay? I, uh, I I couldn't get the Tuesday. I don't think I've missed a Tuesday in a year. I couldn't get the Tuesday. So then um, I turned around and missed a Wednesday, okay? So I'm, I'm one out of three out of the gate, okay? I get the Thursday and then get shut out Friday, Saturday, Sunday. You know, I, I'm saying this up front because uh, – if you want to, if you want to kick me off the podcast, you have every right in, in this case. Let me just, I just want to, when you, when you say you couldn't get the Tuesday, you mean like it took you longer, right? Or, no, 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 I didn't get it. Like I didn't complete the Tuesday. Oh, like you didn't understand I, the theme. No, I, um, well, that might've been the case. That's usually the case, but, um, no, Brendan, what I'm, I'm trying to tell you or make it very difficult is. I did not complete the Tuesday uh, to to our specifications. I mean, I had to hit the uh, reveal without having having completed it. Greg, let me ask you a question. Do you understand you are a professional crossword puzzle podcast host? Yes, I get it, man. Okay. I mean, and you're you're just making things worse. I'm not. I don't. You think I feel good about this? Well, here's the thing. I think I misspoke. Uh, you were a professional <laughs> crossword fine, fine. puzzle That's host. That's the thing. I got. I got. I'm traveling for the first time in uh, months. So if you want to kick me off, do it now. That's okay? what happened. So the, the, the traveling stopped you on a Tuesday. That's I didn't it. say that. No, you're misunderstanding. I'm just saying. If, if you want to kick me off the podcast, don't do it at the end of the episode. Do it at the beginning. Well, okay? I, I, can't, I can't kick you off. You're the only person dumb enough to do a crossword puzzle podcast with me. But uh, this this is bad, man, because, you know, we, yeah, already, I know. we already got this huge, huge, gigantic group of people that refer to you as Wednesday Warren. There's, and, there's not that many people and, that say and that. And now it's going to become old Tuesday Greg, you know? Yeah, and it's, it's just these message boards are blowing up already. I can feel They're not. The, they're they not. are. You, you always talk about these message boards, and I don't think they exist. <laughs> you're not on the same web I'm on, okay? This, this, a, a Tuesday, Wednesday miss. So you went, you went two for seven? Yes, I went two for seven, man. I got Monday and Thursday. Two for seven, Greg. I, man, I like you as a as a person, but as a co-host, I'm furious right now. We yeah, have a man. certain level of expectation these people I know, demand man. of us. I know. Can can you at least admit that the Tuesday was that was no Tuesday, man? I can admit this. I can admit. Uh, that I did it in 12 minutes and five uh. seconds. That's what I can admit. <laughs> well, well, I mean, let's let me take a look at some numbers here. Okay. Let me, I just want to check something out here. I spent 46 minutes and 31 seconds not getting it. Okay. Uh, so. Well, I, w- I will admit, I will give you this. Uh, it was 
there I just I, I happened to luck out and I knew a few things, but there were some non Tuesday clues in there. I'll give you that. There were some Yeah, we'll get to there it. There were some definite non Tuesday clues. But but did you go seven for seven again? I went seven for seven, yeah. I'm uh you know, I think we're we're establishing a pattern where you do the heavy lifting in terms of the jokes and the uh uh, sanity, and I'm the guy really pulling the weight crossword-wise. Uh, I think this is your way of saying I, I have to deliver on this podcast with the jokes. You're coming with nothing because you did well. Well, you got to bring on, something on the to the table, right? You're right. I, I, you're right. I, I, I'm, I'm bringing our, our credibility, uh, yeah. and uh, uh, you're, you're, you better bring some something other than that because you're certainly not bringing credibility with a two for seven. You know, that's not even a good batting average. I know, man. Uh, I feel terrible about it. You, well, I'd like you to feel worse, frankly. I would like you to feel <laughs> worse. Uh, Greg and I are both, we're on the road for the first time, man. I'm in, I'm in Oklahoma. He's in, in in Myrtle Beach. And, uh, uh, man, I miss Myrtle Beach, man. I uh, We usually go there together. Did you, did you get some go-karting in? Yeah, man. Uh, I, I rode every night. Um, and I, uh, I did six races on, uh, Friday. Now, let me no, tell Thursday, Thursday. I did six races, six races. That's nice. Now let me, I want the listeners to understand something, uh, that's very important. Greg does not respect the rules of a go-kart track. Okay. That no, guy no. has been kicked I'll off. Push the edge. Yeah. He has been kicked off go-kart tracks in 37 States. Uh, absolutely. Man. That, did, did you have any problems this time around? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we got singled out real early in the week, and then you know we never got kicked off, but we got stern warnings. We got that thing where like they give the lecture to everybody, like a very stern lecture before the race, but they were staring at me and lecture. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and then he did say he goes like three times. He was like, uh, "Hey, man, I remember you from last night. You can't do that stuff again here. I'm gonna have to throw you out." <laughs> They 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 talk big, but the, their problem is uh, that they're twelve years old. So uh, it's the thing is they had an adult running at this time, man. So it was it, it, he was pretty stern. He was a really nice. That was the thing. I didn't like not push the edge towards the, the end because because I I was afraid. It was I, it was more out of respect. This guy he was so nice. Uh, I just felt like a jerk, man. But you you got to have some fun up there, right? You I know, mean, it's not. Listen, you're there to put people into walls, okay? You are. Spin them out, yeah. put them into Spin walls. Them if yeah. I wanted real racing, I'd go to one of those places. You got to wear a helmet. If I'm just at the a family fun time amusement park, I'm smashing people, okay? I'm yeah, smashing yeah. people. I'm spinning them out. I'm I'm every dirty trick in the book, okay? And then I'm and then yeah. I'm yelling at when I'm there with you, I yell at the guy that you're smashing people. I tattle. Yeah, no, you're a rat. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, you've I'm a rat thing. Yeah. I say this guy yeah, tried yeah. to smash me. Yeah, you're always telling and you're not even about the smashing much. You just want to win. You get you get, you know, if you get happen to have the car three ahead of me, we don't see you. Whereas if I'm three ahead of you, I'll slow down so we can uh we can have a real race. Well, here's little, the thing. Uh, I don't, I don't, uh, first of all, I've never had the front car and I don't, it's not that I want to win, Greg. It's that I do win every single time. Okay. I'm undefeated on that Myrtle beach go-kart track. That's not true. That's a that fact. Is That's true. a, that That's is a fact. Yes, it is. Except one time I got the slow car and, uh, that, 
you know, that thing needed maintenance. Uh, but uh, let's get into Monday. June. Yeah, let's do Monday because it's one of the only two that I got. <laughs> June 15th. This was an Olivia Mitra Frankie. Uh, the theme was au pairs, you know, like nannies, but it was a little play yeah. on words because it was o pairs. In other words, words that had two different double O's. So Scooby-Doo, uh, Google Doodle, Bamboo Shoots, Foolproof, kind of your classic uh, 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 Monday theme, I would say. Right, right. Um, I can't, Well, I'm not going to say that I was aware of it. Nope, you missed it totally. Yeah, I didn't. I, well, I got the puzzle, though. So, yeah, I, 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 did, I did get the Monday. Uh, 17 across. Mystery-solving Great Dane in cartoons. That's, uh, as you mentioned, Scooby-Doo. I got to be honest, Brendan, until uh, this moment, uh, did not realize he was a Great Dane. Well, you know, here's the problem. I knew that. I knew that. I don't know why I knew that. But he doesn't uh, – that's a rare color for a Great Dane. Great Danes are usually like speckled or gray, and Scooby-Doo okay. is brown. So it's a rare – it's not your normal Great Dane color. So I think a lot of people are thrown off on what breed Scooby-Doo is. Yeah, man. I mean, I didn't think he was any specific breed. I just thought he was a dog. You know, it's yeah. not like I thought he was a beagle or a poodle or something, right. but I, I didn't know. And Marmaduke, on the other hand, I knew he was a Great Dane. Yeah, well, everyone knows Marmaduke's a Great uh, Dane because there's a lot, a lot of fantastic plays on 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 Marmaduke's oversized uh, uh, antics. You know what I mean? He's just oh yeah, he bumps into a lot. Of, whereas uh, Scooby Doo is pretty agile for a Great Dane, right? He is agile before until he gets into those Scooby snacks with Shaggy. You know that's the thing. Shaggy, everyone knows his breed, and it's Dirty Hippie uh, <laughs> is what it is. I and mean, I don't know how he got hooked up with with Freddie and Velma because that, that's just a crew that wouldn't hang out together if you ask me yeah i did i mention this on the podcast one time as uh, one of those you know, you know uh, my 30s early 30s and i think 20s i can't remember but I, you know you're at bars a lot after shows and uh some girl uh said that i look like fred from scooby-doo that i reminded her of fred from scooby-doo that's it. She was hitting on you, and man. It, Fred, Fred. No, it did. It worked to my advantage. Like, like, I, like, I, I think she liked. She liked Fred. Yeah, yeah. for sure. Fred, Fred's the handsome uh, guy. Now he does wear an ascot. Uh, no, I was wearing an ascot. Oh, that yeah, that, that'll do it. Uh, yeah. That, yeah. That'll do it. Um, yeah, uh, I want to do this, Greg. And now we're both trained actors. You far more than me. I've had. I've had some classes. Uh, uh, you, you're. I just said I was wearing an ascot. Of course, I'm a trained actor. Yeah. Uh, now nine across audibly expresses shock. That's gasps. Okay. Yeah. And I want to challenge you to a gasp contest right now. <gasps> That's yours. Yeah. Hmm. How about this? Okay. Hold on. <gasps> I mean, I would say you need to take it up more. Take it up more from there? Yeah. All right. I'll yeah. try. <laughs> <laughs> I 
that was not a gasp. That was a shriek. Okay, oh, it was a gasp leading into a shriek. That's that that's was method. a female shriek. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll just, this is pure gasp. <laughs> was that? That was. I mean, this is all. If, if we're going in and acting, um, you didn't mention that we were doing voiceover for cartoons. So uh, th- that <gasps> mine is mine's a little more subtle. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Well, you're you're mine's our drama type stuff. Right. Man. You're no. You're a you're a, a a television actor. You're a guy that actually gets roles. No. I, I'm a no. I'm a I'm more not. of a a, a, a dinner theater type guy you know i do yeah. i do the murder mystery on a cruise uh oh yeah gotcha uh yeah um 15 across like a billionaire the answer is rich and brendan that is the monday clue of the week uh that's the monday clue of the week right there not only do i fully agree let me tell our listeners something you want to talk about commitment sure the guy went two for seven, but that could happen to anyone. Right. This man is on the road doing stand-up comedy, and he brought his bicycle horn with him. That, be- yeah, yeah I, br- I brought the horn. Of course I brought the horn. That is what you call commitment to a podcast. So I don't want to hear, you know what, Greg? I won't bring up the two for seven again. And it, yes, and, you will. Yes, no, you will. and when I hear these guys calling you old Tuesday, Greg, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stand up for you, and I'm going to say, sure. Sure, he's an old Tuesday, Greg, but he brings his stuff. You know, he shows up when he's needed, and that that that's that's that means everything. Um, boy, thanks, Brendan. Yeah, no problem. Twelve down group of experts. That's a panel. Uh, I've been on some panels, Greg. Uh, yeah, and uh. It was usually a group of experts and one idiot trying to make jokes, uh, <laughs> and that was me. Uh, I I once was on Red Eye on Fox News and made a joke uh, that caused Meghan McCain to never speak to me uh, ever again. Not that she was probably going to after the green room, but even in the green room, she had quite the disdain for me for a... Didn't care for the joke, huh? You want to tell us what the joke was? Uh, well, um, no, it's not exactly... Okay. Uh, they, they, they were doing a... Uh, Red Eye on Fox News was a strange program because it was not really in line with Fox News's normal programming. It was a uh, bit of a comedy show. You've done Red Eye, right, Craig? I did do it, yeah. It, really, uh, it was actually kind of fun. Yeah, yeah it's, it's pretty fun. And, uh, and uh, they, they, did a, uh, they did a piece, they did a segment on um, these realistic-looking, um, uh, you know, female uh, dolls, you know, life-size dolls that men could uh, buy. And uh, I said that it looked like uh, Terry Schiavo and uh, it got big laughs, but not from Megan McCain. I don't think I'm going to talk to you. 
Uh, yeah, it wasn't. Uh, I, I, this is. I'm in complete solidarity with Megan McCain. Yeah, a lot of people watching were too, judging from uh, the Twitter responses. Uh, tasteless is what many people said, and I said, Completely. "You know yeah. what? The doll is tasteless." So that's what I was. Hey, let's go at. back to the part where you you said you weren't gonna say the joke. Well, I wasn't, and you insisted, and I did no, it. No, I did not insist. I go, hey, can you tell the joke? You go, no, nah, it's not really appropriate for the podcast, but here's the joke. <laughs> well, I did it in the most appropriate way I could with uh, leaving out any of the offensive parts. Uh, oh, yeah, wait a minute, wait a minute. You thought the <laughs> offensive part, you thought the offensive part of that joke was saying the word sex doll? Yes, I did. No, that's not it. <laughs> No, I it's the latter part, Brendan. Is it's that, the latter. Is, is that so? <laughs> yeah, I yeah, it's it, the latter. If I didn't yeah. say the word, it would be okay. <laughs> no, 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 no. That, that, no. I mean, I prefer we didn't, uh, you know, have a lot of sex doll talk on this podcast. As would I. We're going. Yeah, but uh, uh, you have some real errors in judgment, man. That's not, that's... That wasn't the the bad part of that joke. Like I That's said, not why Megan McCain hates you. Like I said, we need one guy that can do the puzzles and one guy with some integrity. Okay, and that and that's what you are, and 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 I'm the other guy, uh, and it's a problem. Let's let, let's move on to Tuesday. No, no, I got some okay, stuff on Monday. Okay, I, I, I really want to sit on Monday. Yeah, sit, on Monday. Only, sit on the only one you completed. Yeah, only one I got. Um. 20 across where Gagnum style video was filmed. That's soul Gagnum style. You remember that? Oh yeah. That was a big time hit. Now I want to go back to the genesis of this podcast. When, when we were coming up with names and I served up a name and got shot down, I still think it might've taken this thing over the top. Do you remember what that name was? Uh, no, it was a uh, open crossword style. <laughs> Do you remember that? Can we change it now? Is it too no, late? No, no, we Ladies can't. And I you. Welcome you to said no. Oompum crossword Oompum. style. It's not oompum. It's oompum crossword style. Oompum crossword style. It's not oompum. I'm saying what oompum. you're saying, Greg. Oompum, 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 crossword style. Crossword style. <laughs> uh, 44 yeah. down, the third W in WWW, that's web. And that's uh, that's that that's that's easy, you know. Everyone everyone knows when you go on the internet, it's 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 Wayne Watkins Webb, you know, the guy who invented it. Uh, it it's, is it, that true? Yep, yep. It's uh, it's Wayne Watkins, uh, guy out of uh, 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 French Lick, Indiana. Uh, came up with <laughs> the inter- French Lick, Indiana. Yeah, French Lick came up with the internet. A uh, lot. It's been. Uh, co-opted over the years to be World Wide Web, but us true users yeah. know it's it's Wayne Watkins Web. Uh, he runs it out of his basement. Uh, it's a pretty big deal. He does it for free, really. He still has a job at the Dairy Queen, so uh, you know it's a, a thank. Thank you, Wayne. Tuesday. Let's do Tuesday, June sixteenth. Uh, this was an Alex Eaton Solners. He busted Greg out on this one. Now, I'm saying, Greg, off... I hate, I hate Solners after this. I hate him well, so much. Well, I'm telling you this off the bat, there's an asterisk on this thing uh, because uh, the theme was gray 
areas, right? And yeah. had, they had four um, gray squares uh, throughout the crossword puzzle. And in those squares were inch, foot, yard, and mile. And I would tell you this right now, those aren't areas. Those are distances. Areas are acre, you know, square foot, square yard. Those are not, a- those are not areas. Hey, Brendan, what, uh, what shape are those, uh, those gray boxes in a? Mm, square inch, square foot, square yard, square. Yep. Uh, uh, I rescind uh, everything I have said. Uh, <laughs> going all the way back through the Wayne Watkins joke, all the way to the Megan McCain story. All of that struck. You're not going to take back the Megan McCain no, story. No, it's struck in from the record. All of that is struck in from the record. Uh, this is the only time, Greg. The only time, and I'm. You know what? This makes up for a lot of your performance this week, and I won't bring it up again. I, I tell this two for seven. I'll never no, you bring said it you up weren't. again. Hey, uh, real, uh, real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, before you get to your point, this is a word podcast. Are you sure it's not stricken from the record? What did I say? Strucken. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. What you said strucks me as right, so uh, <laughs> I, th- I, th- I, th- I think you might be correct. Uh, but this is, well, I, I'll say it, it's a momentous occasion. You've caught me out on the theme. Uh, I don't know that that's happened before. I stand down. I, I, I submit to you, Greg. You, you, I was wrong. I removed the asterisk from this puzzle. I apologize. I wish to- there would be an asterisk because I got nailed by, I, I, I hate, Alex Eaton Saunders now. I don't like the notorious AES. I don't like him anymore, man. <laughs> I used to be a big supporter of Saunders. I got, uh, I got like uh, iron cross to death, but like a quadruple iron cross to death. I don't know what an iguan, iguanodon is. You know, I don't know what that is. It's a dinosaur. Um, yeah, I knew it was a dinosaur, but I, I couldn't get it. And then I guess the thing that really... I didn't know what the, 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 the I should have got that the Brits, part of a meal that the British call afters is dessert. I should have known that. Uh, what? Yeah. I should have known that. And then here's the word that has taken me down 90 times on a crossword puzzle. Like I always get beat on elegy, verse of lament, elegy. Yeah. I just never, I don't know what that word means. I got to, I, I am not going to get beat on elegy again. I'm going to have my eye open for elegy. I will say verse of lament, okay, um, and I had a Y in there somewhere. It looked like Oive fit. <laughs> <laughs> That's a short is, verse, but yes, that works. Is 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 Oive not a verse of lament? It, it it's more of a phrase of lament but yeah sure it's a i guess a verse it's a short verse now i, I don't think i spelled i don't know how oive is spelled but i think it, it didn't fit if you spelled it right but uh, i was like man i don't know if they're spelling oive right but i'm gonna go with them well it's not oive can i teach you a memory trick sure do you know what the speech is at a funeral it's a uh i, I i've given a lot of them <laughs> do, do you know? It sounds like elegy, it's, but it's not. Yes, it's eulogy. 
So eulogy. It, it, this yeah. never mind. The memory trick's not going to work because you don't remember eulogy. But eulogy derives from elegy or vice versa. So that's how I always remember elegy because it's. Wait, uh, wait, what? What's your name? Brendan. Okay. <laughs> Air, as in Jane. <laughs> okay. All right. All right, good memory trick. Um, and then I don't know. I guess this is a good clue, but gives a boost. Gooses. Uh, I, I didn't like that. that. I didn't like that because I'll tell you that is not. That is not really uh, the primary usage of goose. Like when you goose someone, you pinch their butt or whatever. You know, like go- go- goosing to to get someone going. That's sort of a yeah antiquated. Freight. It works. I mean, yeah. It, yeah it, it, it. It. I mean, technically, it's right, right. And then I don't. I don't know. I mean, I got really messed up. I don't know who the archangel in Paradise Lost is. I don't know what Paradise Lost is. Oh, it's a. It's a epic book that uh, is uh, cited as um, one of the greatest books of all time. It uh, doesn't really make any sense, as far as I can tell. But uh, did you read it? What I I started it. It seemed to be very confusing. Uh, so uh, I moved on, but it's uh, it's, it's Uriel, and what? Who is Uriel? And he's an angel. The, he, he's a he's, he's a an fallen angel. angel, I think. Um, uh, I think he was in the Little Mermaid too, from what I remember. That's Ariel, uh, Greg. That is Ariel. Uh, under the sea, it's always wow. better down where it's wetter. Under the sea, that is great. Eleven down, great Hawaii's Forbidden Isle. That's Nihau. Do you know? Uh, do you know much about Nihau, Brendan? No, please tell me. So Nihau is this uh, this island. There's some interesting stuff about it. I believe it's called and forbidden because I think there was a polio outbreak there for a while. It's owned by the Robinson family now, um, and the only people that are that you can go on it are members of the Robinson family, uh, or some of the original tribe, and then um, the uh, the Navy. I think is allowed to go on there. But um, uh, it, it, when Pearl Harbor hap- happened, um, that was uh, the destination for Japanese uh, uh, fighter pilots. They were supposed to land there if they, uh, if you know, if they had mechanical trouble or whatever. So this fighter pilot landed there, and uh, they sort of, sort of treated him like a king uh, until. Uh, like there was a couple Japanese speaking people on the island and they sort of figured out what he was there for. They, they heard about Pearl Harbor. Uh, I think on there, there, there wasn't radios. I think there was, there's not electricity there, but there was battery powdered radio or uh, powered radio. And um, so somebody heard about Pearl Harbor and there's, they figured out what he was doing there. And then they, uh, there was a big standoff and there was, um, they eventually killed him. Uh, but there was two Japanese um, uh, members uh, 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 of the Nihau Island or residents of the Nihau Island who sort of sided with their their countrymen, and mm-hmm. there was a big standoff. Yeah, that's interesting. That's a it's a tough spot to be in when you're getting treated like a king, and you kind of got to go around and be like, "Hey, uh, there any there any radios or anything here? You, yeah. you, guys, <laughs> yeah. you guys get TV? I just, I'm not, I'm not, no reason. I'm not asking for any reason, but like, what's, what's the news situation on Nihau Island is basically what I'm getting at. 
If you guys hear about anything, I, I, I wasn't involved in it. I'm a, I'm a more of a, uh, uh, just kind of a tourist type, uh, fighter jet pilot. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Uh, now this, this Robinson family, were they Swiss? No, this, I don't think those were those people. This was actually, uh, as you know, David Robinson played for uh, oh, it was Navy. them. Yes, it was yeah, them. I and, get uh, it. Uh, and yeah, it, yeah it's, there's a lot of Navy the personnel Admiral. down there. And, yeah. Yeah, the Admiral. There are a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of Navy personnel, of course, in the, uh, the Hawaiian Islands. So I think it's David Robinson and his family. Um, now, Nine Across, uh, company behind the Vegomatic. That's, of course, Ronco. Ronco. The great Ron Popeil, one of the uh, premier inventors of our time, Greg. Uh, obviously best known for the Showtime rotisserie and barbecue. Set it and forget it. Uh, those things sold 8 million units in the U.S. alone. Uh, he also invented, he invented, he coined the phrase... But wait, there's more. Really? Yes. Ron, Ron Popeil, before that, nobody n- knew how to add more to a sentence. Ron Popeil invented, <laughs> but wait, there's more. Uh, what's, the, what's his number one selling item? Uh, the, the rotisserie, the Showtime rotisserie and barbecue, where he would, ha- okay. he would say, set it, and then the uh, infomercial audience would yell in unison, and forget it. Uh, which uh, I, I would say set it and forget it, but then eventually remember it because you're going to want to eat whatever's in yeah, there. Yeah, you want to eat, right? Yeah, don't, yeah you're going to have a, a real dried out turkey. Yeah. You know, that, in fact, I believe that's how jerky was invented. Yeah. Was they set it and they forgot it. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, three months later, they, they had beef jerky. Yeah, the uh, the uh, uh, not the vegematic, but I think the chopomatic. The the phrase was slices of tom- tomato so thin there's only one side, which uh, is physically impossible, but a great a great uh, selling line. Now Ron, uh, he's eighty five. Greg, uh, he he's retired, but he hasn't stopped working. According to Wikipedia, he's uh. For, for 10 years, he's been working on a five-in-one turkey fryer and food cooking system, okay? For the last 10 years, nobody knows what he's just locked up in his laboratory, revolutionizing the way we cook turkeys and, and food, apparently. I think that's a noble, uh, that's a noble cause, really, um, because... If you remember those, uh, you know, several years ago, I think it happens even now uh, uh, around Thanksgiving every year. A lot, a lot of uh, hillbillies wind up in the hospital because those uh, they they put frozen turkeys in the deep fryer and it and explodes and there's a fire and they have to go to the ER. It's, there are it's over uh, one hundred and seventy eight thousand uh, deep fried turkey deaths. Every single Thanksgiving in the United States. Yes, it is. Those are the stats. Uh, Those are the stats. And it is. That's true. Yes, it is the most dangerous thing you can do is to deep fry. Some some people say, well, I've climbed Mount Everest. And you can counter that with I've deep fried a turkey, my friend. 178,000. Roughly. Ballpark. I don't remember the exact figures. It just went from exactly to a ballpark. This is usually when Brendan's lying. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, a lot of 
statistics I just know inherently, you know, it's like I, gotcha. I don't need I don't need the figures to know. I, I have a feel for this country. You know what I mean, Greg? I, I, I kinda know what's going on. Now thirty across pull up as a sale, that's furl, right? And uh yeah. man, that's that's why I hate sailing. I hate sailing because you you know how it goes. It, when it when it, everyone's on board, everyone's having a great time. When it's time to unfurl the sails, you yeah, know everyone's yeah, willing yeah. to help with that. Oh, let's unfurl! Yeah, hey, it's time I, to unfurl. Yeah, I'll come on up out of the cabin. We're unfurling, but then then you know the wind dies down. You got to furl them back up, and and you're you nobody's to be found. You're there by yourself. So yeah, so the fur, sails. you don't you don't find a lot of furlers. No, you don't. You don't. You're, you you got to furl on your own. It's the way because that's the it's not fun. Nobody likes to furl. You unfurl. All you got to do is pull a string. It's like a magic trick. Yeah, man. You get a you get one of those uh, speed boats. You don't have to furl anything. No. You, or unfurl. No furling, unfurling, nothing. Just pure cruising. <laughs> yeah. uh, 39 down. Uh, part of a hearing aid. That's earpiece. Greg, I, I would think that would be the hearing aid. Yeah, I would argue that is by far the most important part. Uh, <laughs> the nose piece I find almost completely useless. Uh, I yeah, I, I think they're just uh, trying to put on extra paraphernalia and charge you more when you for that nose piece. That's a yeah. That's the thing. They outfitted my grandfather with a with a knee band on his on his <laughs> on his hearing aid. I think I said I think they got you, pops. I think they took you on that one. <laughs> And he said, uh, and he said, what? <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? Talk into my knee. <laughs> hey, the same guy that sold your grandpa that, uh, that, uh, hearing aid with the knee piece. Is that the same guy that sold you that car where the air conditioner doesn't work? You know, I don't like when you bring that up. My air conditioner does work. <laughs> It does not. Man, you know but how I, much money I've spent trying to have that air yes, conditioner just fixed? Get Greg? a new car. What, what, it what, doesn't what, work. What do you mean? Get never a new car. Work. You think I'm rich? I'm not yeah, getting a you, new car. I roll down the windows. It works sometimes. It seems to come in and out. Okay? It, it doesn't work any of the times. I'll tell you, I, I had to ride from New York to Myrtle Beach with you, and the thing, it didn't work. It didn't work for like 10 of the hours. Sweating is good for you. It get, no, cleans your pores man. out, man. Yeah, look, I do I want a car with working air conditioning? Yeah, Greg, I would love one. But, you know, uh, it, it's, not on, it's not in the cards for me, okay? I'm just a hot driver is what I am. It's just how it's oh, got to be. We're going to have to. We're gonna get you one sooner or later. That's what we're gonna. That's the that's the aim of this podcast is get you a car with air conditioning. I'd love it. I'd love that. At Wednesday, June seventeenth. This was a Daniel Rainin. Kind of a weird theme. I thought it was uh, in fifty three across. They said nineteen eighty nine best picture nominee with a hint to, and then they listed some answers. Uh, the 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 those. The answer to 53 across was field of dreams. And then what that was apparently a hint to was uh, blankets of snow or blanket of snow, sheet of ice and bed of roses. That's not that connected. You're just so you're saying the hint is just a thing 
of and then another thing? Yeah. No, that was the whole thing. It's a load of garbage is what this puzzle is. Yeah. Uh, and then Field of Dreams, Greg. Great movie, but uh, in hindsight, very odd. Did you? Are you a Field yeah. of Dreams fan? I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I liked it. it. They you like they they could have called that movie Ghost Baseball, and it would have been yeah. seen as sort of a comedy because it's it's pretty crazy what's happening in Field of Dreams, where a farmer is willing to just mow down half his crops to build a baseball field uh, to meet Shoeless Joe Jackson, the ghost of Shoeless Joe Jackson, because his father was a baseball fan and him and his father are estranged. Uh, quite the quite the plot. It's a pretty good synopsis, Brendan. It's pretty much what happened, right? You just had the uh, you had the about eight members of the Chicago Black Sox, who, by the way, uh, you know those guys. For those of you that aren't sports people, the Chicago Black Sox they threw the nineteen nineteen World Series. They were paid off by, uh, I believe, Arnold Rothstein, uh, the f- famous uh, gambler and gangster. Um, those guys uh, were right, Greg. I don't know if you know the story behind that. I think it was Wrigley at the time owned the White Sox, which is weird because the Cubs play at Wrigley Field. I could be wrong, but I think Wrigley owned the White Sox. They were the best team in baseball by far, and he wouldn't pay them. He paid them like about a quarter of what everyone else in the league was making uh, and was just a jerk and mistreated players. And so basically Rothstein knew about that. And, you know, back then got professional athletes weren't making a lot of money. And uh, Rothstein just said, hey, you guys want to get paid what you're worth? Lose the World Series. And they did it. And uh, I don't blame them, really, if old man Wrigley was, was treating them that way. Man, I didn't know that end of it. Yeah, that's that. That's the end. People don't know. People say, "Oh, these dirty cheaters, these sellouts." But it's like they were getting screwed over. They wouldn't have done that. They would not have done that if it weren't. They felt very mistreated by their team, they, and they weren't. They were the best team in baseball by far, and they were not getting paid like it. And they, uh, they basically uh, decided, you know what, we're gonna uh, get paid from old man Rothstein. Um. Now, did you learn that from the movie Eight Men Out, or or did you uh, read a book or uh, do some Wikipedia? What did you do? You know, I actually learned that uh, from a mafia podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah, I learned that from a podcast about Rothstein, who was uh, just basically fixed gambling everywhere he went. He just he never lost. He just fixed everything. That was, but those are in the good old days where you could, everyone was for sale. You know what I mean? You could buy buy yeah. off a, a cop, anyone you wanted. Um, Forty four down flips out. Uh, that is has a cow, which I think is um, really insensitive to uh, you know cows during the birthing process. That phrase. Uh, yeah, you're right. So so essentially they're saying the mother cow is is crazy. Yeah, yeah. It has she's a having a child. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course she's going to make some strange noises. She's giving birth to a, a, a cow. Yeah. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I never thought of it that way, and now I'm furious. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's a stand that I'm going to take, and it's uh, it's important work. And and from from here forward, I hope you'll join me, Brendan. Let's um let's put an end to that. Well, you, I'm not going to put it into it. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to repurpose it. When someone does something courageous, when someone goes through an ordeal and, and comes out the other end a better person, I'm going to say you really you really had a cow there, man. You so re- you're saying a guy like me who uh, gets beat on a Tuesday. Takes, takes the beating of his life on a Tuesday, know that he's going to be ridiculed by his partner and friend in public, and then takes another beating on Wednesday. I mean, gives a fine effort on the puzzle, but still takes a beating, and then comes back on Thursday and has the fortitude to just hang in there and complete the puzzle. You're saying that I, I, uh, I had a cow Thursday. Ah... Uh... I was more thinking of like uh you know uh Gertrude Esterly or someone like Ederly or someone like that uh someone you know a oh, hero the, yeah somebody who's the the woman that just swam the English channel Yeah I wasn't I mean I wasn't thinking of uh uh old Tuesday Greg I mean I get I get you had I guess you had a cow on Thursday but uh you know you, you, normally I know this is new. This repurposing. You know, hey, hey, Brendan. You know, you're. You know what? If you, if the point you're making is that uh, Gertrude Ederl uh, was, uh, you know, braver and 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 uh, had bigger accomplishments than I did, you're right. Okay, I'm I'm as, I'm the biggest Gertrude Ederly or Eder. I'd like to learn to say her name. I should since I'm her biggest fan. But uh, you know, I didn't ask for a ticker tape parade. I did not ask for the first ticker tape parade for a woman in history. I just asked for my friend to say that I had a cow on Thursday. Greg, you had a cow on Thursday. You did. And these people just, you know, uh, there's already a guy out in the street in front of the uh, comedy condo here in Oklahoma City going, is that is that old old Tuesday Greg on the phone? I'm going, how did you hear about this already? You know, that's (laughs) not he had a cow on Thursday, man. Get out of here. I'm saying get out of here to this guy, Greg. It's ridiculous. I didn't know we had I didn't realize we had that that many fans in in OKC. That's good news. Yeah, it is is good news. this was bogus. Fifty-seven down. Sound of a lightning bolt. Zap. No, it's not. There's no sound. The sound of a lightning bolt is thunder, right? Does a lightning bolt ever make a zap? I think it might, man. Like if you get I think hit if by it, it strikes something. Yeah, I think it, I think uh, there's noise. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's right. If it hits something, in the cartoons there is. I mean, if it's if it definitely if it strikes one of those electric boxes, there's a noise. Uh, I know what you're saying. Right. Lightning is generally, you know, thunder. Uh, it, uh, it's silent. It's the thunder that you hear. But um, I think there is. I yeah. I, I'm sorry, man, to be disagreeing no, with you right. so much on this. You know, there's a guy. World Guinness Book of World Record. Probably not the record you want the most. And I might have the number wrong because uh, it's a, a long time ago when i read it but uh uh most times struck by lightning eight guys been hit one guy's been hit by lightning eight times he was trying though right no he, he was he, he just happened to be a, a park ranger and he worked kind of high up high altitude so uh but uh i think after about like four you're you're kind you're trying 
You're going for the you, once. Yeah. Once you've got like four and you realize you're not dying, you're going. I but I might as well milk this thing. You know what I mean? I might yeah. as well see if I can get an endorsement from Gatorade. Oh, that's just that's they, they do have a lightning bolt as their uh, logo. I right? know that was a very subtle joke, and I don't know how many people got it, but uh, th- thank. I'm you. not sure it was a joke, but it was. A, <laughs> I think you pointed you pointed out something really interesting. I, yeah. I'm, I you know I I appreciate it. I really did. Do you know how Gatorade got its name? By the way. Yeah, there was a guy down in the University of Florida that was giving it to athletes, and that's the nickname for the the Florida yep the, athletes the Florida is the Gators. Gators. Yep, yep. Everybody knows that. I don't everybody think so. That's, I don't think so. No, You're in the grocery business, it. so you know that. But you were in the grocery business. Everybody, they were a competitor. Gatorade of sorts. We had a wine punch. Um, uh, we were in. You know, we fought for shelf space in, in some instances. Well, uh, uh, listen, man, I. I, you know I don't denigrate your products over at Pro- Procter & Gamble. You worked there a long time, and I love, I think, Pringles, which was your main area of expertise. I think Pringles uh, are just a phenomenal product. But to say that Hawaiian Punch competes with Gatorade, is that's outlandish, Greg. That's an outlandish claim. That's ridiculous. That's uh, that's that's going to hurt the credibility of the podcast. Fine. <laughs> you disagree? You think Hawaiian Punch and Gatorade are in this even Hey man, I can't you know the thing is we I, I worked there in the 90s, Brendan. I don't I can't remember exactly what went down. Yeah, okay? That's true. That's true. I, I mean, yeah, it, it, it was a different world back then. I said, I said that sometimes we were up against each other for shelf space. I didn't say we won. Right. Okay. I mean, we were effectively we were in different segments. I will tell you this though, Brendan. Okay, uh, Gatorade uh, does not have all the health properties that it proclaims. Well, okay. no. It, it, particularly, there's a lot of sugar in it. A ton of sugar. Yeah, that's pretty. It, it is good. For rehydrating you, it's good. It's good. It's good if you're if you're um, uh, in the middle of a game because the sugar gives you an energy uh, uh, boost and it's got salt in it, so you you get the electrolytes. But yeah, you get the electrolytes. <laughs> just take shots at my products, my ex product. Have I ever gone on this podcast and 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 said anything bad about fasteners or your fastener reports? Not once. No, that's true. Bearings? Well, it, have, I, have I said one bad thing about bearings on this podcast? No. Well, so the, for those of you that don't know, I used to write industrial research reports about different uh, industrial goods. But, you know, you're right. You haven't. And I, I did preface it by saying by giving heavy compliments to your main product line that you represented, which was Pringles. It, you don't, 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 don't act like you know what my main product line was. What was okay? your main product line? We had a lot of different products no, when I was your, there. I was in the food was, beverage division. What was your had, main product line? I had all the food beverage products, Brennan. So you're going to say, you, don't pretend like you know Pringles, sure, a big growth brand, a br- big brand, but you're going to say it's bigger than Folgers Coffee back in the 90s? I'm, Probably I'm not. I'm not saying what Procter & Gamble was Gamble Sunny was Delight, involved Sunny in. Sunny Delight, you're saying that? That wasn't a big, uh, a big thing oh, back then? God. You were, Fisher nuts, you were uh, Crisco oil, Duncan Hines cake mixes. You want to shut your mouth, Brendan? No, you're now you're lying because you were the Pringles guy. I know you no. were. Yes, you were. No, I had we we represented all of those products. That Pringles was one of the products. The the food beverage sales reps uh, represented a range of products. Pringles was one. Now later on, 
when I was promoted a couple of times and I was working in the main office, I was doing project work primarily on Pringles. Mm, mm-hmm. But as a nah, salesman, truth, truth comes out. As, as, a, as an account executive, I, rep- I sold all of those products, okay? Uh, well, now you just brought up another problem, okay? Because I had no idea, Sonny D, you were involved with Sonny D. And involved? I sold so much of it, man. I lived in Texas. I li- I I had Houston. You know, uh, the, the Hispanic people love Sunny Delight, okay? And I had Fiesta Mart as my uh, 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 account. It's a chain of grocery stores in Houston, and uh, 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 the Hispanic population was very loyal to Fiesta Mart, and they were loyal to Sunny Delight. Well, I you know, <laughs> all right. I'm not going to attack another one of your products. I'll stand down. I stand down. I stand down. I it's just... too late, man. It's too okay. late. Well, then let me tell you something, Greg. Those commercials, like that kid opening the fridge, uh, we got uh, soda. We got purple stuff. Purple stuff. We got yeah. Sunny D. You guess what? I'd rather have purple stuff or soda every single time. Purple stuff, that's the best. Soda, great. Who's picking Sunny D? Just worse orange juice. That's what that was. Just fake worse orange juice, Greg. You're a jerk. You're just a jerk. You're going to drink Sunny D ahead of purple stuff. You know what? To be real honest, I uh, I didn't really like Sunny D. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> and, and the fact that you that you said the word orange juice anywhere near Sunny D. I'll tell you a, a quick story and then I mean we're just we're, we're, we're not going to get through all the, the puzzles no, this week. No, and who cares? Because uh, you didn't. Who you, cares? You certainly didn't get through all shut of Shut up. Just sh- you don't need, <laughs> shut up. You said you weren't going to mention it again. Uh, uh, Sunny Delight. So back in the day, we had another product called Citrus Hill. It was an orange juice, and it was it was a really, uh, it was really good orange juice. Yeah. And um, a lot of the stuff you see in orange juice today, uh, we pioneered. The, you know, the 96-ounce plastic jug, the little spout. Uh, the plastic spout on the side of the carton that you, you know. Oh yeah, that yeah. Didn't, that, that, y- that was all us. We 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 pioneered that, but we just um, I don't think we learned a trademark. We we just Minute Maid and Tropicana would copy us, and they just smoked us all the time. But anyways, back in the day, there was a, it was a big deal with orange juice futures. So we had this big sales meeting because uh, something was going down with orange juice feature futures, and we had to take the price. Uh, of Citrus Hill up, you know, uh, Minute Maid was going up, Tropicana was going up, everybody was going up, and there was this big national sales meeting talking about, hey, futures are here, uh, this is what's going to happen. They were rolling it out, and we, you know, we got an all this discussion about, well, when, how much can we give them at the old price and all that stuff. Somebody raised their hand, they go, hey, is this going to affect the price of Sunny Delight at all? <laughs> the guy goes. Yeah, yeah, that one orange that we use for all of Sunny Delight is probably. (laughs) (laughs) What's the orange budget on Sunny Delight? Uh, One per year. One million? No, one one orange. One orange, man. It's 72 cents. I don't know. Technically, it it contains less than 5% juice is what the label Uh, says. Well, uh, Thursday, June 18th. This was a Ricky Cruz. This took me quite some time. Uh, Ricky's, we've worked with him before. Yeah, and he does hard puzzles, man. Uh, and they're actually pretty cool. This was a traffic jam. Was the, I got this one. Was, I got this was puzzle. Was the theme. And, uh, I, I, I've completed this one. There was, uh, not nice, because it was hard. There was a, um, there was a, uh, a, 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 
answer in the middle of the puzzle that represented a traffic jam. So you had to use the rebus function where you're putting in more letters into each box. And it was car in one box, van in another box, semi in another box, truck in another box, and bus in another box. And then those all worked with the down clues. So that was pretty cool, I thought. It was, took me a second to figure that out. Um, I, I was. That's what took so long. I was struggling in that middle box because I didn't. I got that, that one, man. Happened. I got Thursday. Nice, nice, man. Nice. Um, uh, Thirty-four across. Remember this exclamation point. That's the Alamo. Yeah. Uh, and of course, how can you forget the Alamo? Don't make a rental when, car joke. Don't make a rental car joke. I'm not. Uh, okay. It, it, when, uh, of course, in 1982. The great uh, Ozzy Osbourne on tour uh, um, uh, urinated on the Alamo and was arrested uh, for that, which uh, I, don't, I don't think that's right, Greg, uh, if you ask me. That, that thing stood up to a 13-day siege, okay? And you're telling me it can't handle uh, a, little, a, a little pee? Well... You know, based on what Ozzy was putting in his body back in the uh, early 80s, it, it might have disintegrated the Alamo. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, 20 across, offering at a pier restaurant. Brennan, the answer is oyster. Yeah. Um, here's what I'm going to do sometime. I'd really like to do this. I want to I build... A restaurant right, right on the right on the pier, you know. Yeah. And I'm gonna have a lot of the. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna have some sort of nautical theme or something. Sure. It's gonna have all like you know uh, anchors up there and fishing nets hanging down, yeah. everything. Yeah, the whole you deal. know. And I am not gonna serve seafood. Oh, I love it. I love it. That would be my kind of restaurant because I love the vibe. I just don't like seafood. Uh, yeah, he, you do though. You do. You told me you. I don't eat seafood. And we went to Bonefish Grill, and you you had like five things that were seafood, and you liked them. Yeah, I just think I don't. Eat, I just don't like salmon. I think, but yeah, I would. <laughs> that is that. That's true. That's the only thing you don't like. We 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 found this out. You just don't like salmon. Yeah. There's other fish. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't know that. I did not know that. I don't. I, I don't like salmon and canned tuna fish, and I kind of thought that was the whole scheme. So, uh, turns out I am open to seafood. Um, but yeah, I will dine at uh, at 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 Greg Greg's No Crab Shack. Uh, yeah, uh, six across start to come apart. That is fray. Now, I had a Patagonia jacket that started to fray along a seam greg and i put a piece of electrical tape over it because the black jacket i just and uh some another comic saw that and he goes hey man you should just get another jacket and i go what and he goes yeah patagonia they'll just give you another jacket like they have a lifetime warranty and i thought it was going to be a whole thing you know and uh i i go into the patagonia store in new york and i start like explaining and the lady just cuts me off and she goes, yeah, just go grab a jacket over there. And the whole thing took like two minutes. Like they just, the, no receipt, no questions asked, just re gave me the exact same jacket on the spot. I gave them the other jacket. And uh, it's kind of a good news, bad news situation because like the good news is they just made a customer for life, you know, with that kind of service. The bad news yeah. is uh, the 
customer is just going to be returning the same jacket uh, for the entirety of my life because uh, now I don't have to buy anything else. Well, they're not. I mean, if it just gets old, they're not going to give you. No, a new they jacket. are. That's what. That's what's amazing about it. Lifetime <laughs> warranty, no matter don't, what. You can just don't 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 abuse this policy. No, man. you this can is, just keep getting the same stuff. It's amazing. It's an amazing company. That's why I'll. You know, I I, I spent. My I'm own, a big fan too. Yeah. But I, I just try to be a little. Try to have some decency as well. But you know, every now and then, buy something from Patagonia. No, they can't sell everybody just one thing. Well, they. They they can sell me just one thing and they have. Uh, <laughs> uh, I uh, uh, where do I want to go here? Um, Sixty seven across Bulldogs home Yale. Just doesn't sound like the doesn't sound like a mascot for Yale, does it? No, the well, Bulldogs. Here, it, it, no, you the, can't be the you can't be a Yaley. And a bulldog. And a Eli. Don't they go by the Elis? Yeah, I think they do. But that's because Eli Yale or yeah, whatever found yeah, it. Yeah, they call yeah. them the Elis. I think that's probably what happened. They tried to get the bulldog name over, and the, the people competing against them go, you guys are Elis. Don't, you're not bulldogs. You're a bunch of yeah. Elis. Yeah, I mean, it, it, the bulldogs, that's that's Fresno State or, or Georgia. Georgia, yeah. Yeah, you don't. I'd, I'd love to see Georgia play Yale. And see who's a bulldog <laughs> in anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, man, rowing. They might rowing. They might rowing. Get... They might maybe lacrosse. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think lacrosse. You could just get some of the Georgia football players to play, and they'd probably beat them. Well, that's like Jim Brown. You know, Jim Brown, the NFL great, uh, was a lacrosse superstar, and they had to ch- yeah. change the rules of lacrosse because of him. Did you know that? He, I didn't know that. Yeah, I knew he was good at lacrosse. He, uh, he all American. I yeah, think. you didn't have to um, cradle. You know, cradling in lacrosse, how you just you you swip, you kind of swipe your stick back and forth to hold the ball in it. You know, ne- yeah. that wasn't part of the rules. And Jim Brown would just take the lacrosse stick with the ball in it and put it against his chest. And just run everyone over. <laughs> Nobody could take it for they just hit him with sticks and he wouldn't care. He'd just run everyone over and score. And they were, so they were like, we got to do something about these rules because uh, this is not good. 48 across Bonehead. The answer is Oaf. And that, Brendan, is the Bonefish Grill Hall of Fame word of the week. Yep. Oaf comes up quite a bit. Um, quite a bit. And I have never used that uh, term. I, I never call anybody an oaf. I just don't think to say it. And I want to ask you something, and this is it's pretty serious business. For someone to be called an oaf, I, I always thought they had to be big or fat. Is that true? You often hear you big oaf, you know, yeah. like so. Clumsy, right? Yeah, yeah. I think an oaf, you don't get a little oaf. Okay. Yeah, no, you don't get a little oaf. Uh, that's so, so, that's just a oof. So little roadie, you could never call if you called little roadie an oaf, he would be pretty upset about that, right? You calling me an oaf? I was, I'm doing this job just like anyone else, man. Okay, Ronnie Van Zandt hired me personally. You call me an oaf? You're an oaf. Uh-huh. 
Let's That's uh, a call back to several several, several episodes, episodes ago. ago. And if you didn't listen to that episode, you will have no clue what's going on. Uh, let's uh, go ahead and I'd say just skip over Friday entirely uh, where we're running with time-wise, unless there's anything particularly you wanted to say about it. This is a fine puzzle. Uh, 51 down, blank Leches. That's Trey Leches. Have you ever had a Trey Leches uh, cake, Brendan? Uh, yeah, they're delicious. You know what the the uh, what Trey Leches uh, what that uh, stands for? It would it be three milks? Three milks. You know what the three milks are? What? Condensed milk. Mm-hmm. Evaporated milk. Yeah. And heavy cream. Hmm. All three of those. Now, here's the trick though. The evaporated milk, man. Um. There's a lot of people that can get by with just two milks because they just don't put anything in there. And they're like, yeah, I put the evaporated milk in there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, I actually. Uh, well, I don't see it. I don't see that. I don't see the evaporated milk. Yeah, it's it's evaporated. It's evaporated. I actually put evaporated milk in everything I eat. Uh, it's just uh, not there. It's evaporated. Yeah. It's gone. Yeah, it's yeah. evaporated. Yeah. Uh, the condensed makes up for the evaporated. That's what happens is you, is the uh, half the milk, the third of the milk evaporates. So you got to double that up with, by condensing it. Um, yeah, yeah. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a very small amount of that condensed milk. Yeah. Now, uh, Saturday, June 20th, this was probably a- didn't need to, um, go back to that. Probably didn't need to do Friday at all for just that. that I think joke. we did. People didn't know about that. I think we absolutely did. Now, Saturday, June okay. 20th, was Estella Zawatowski. Um, Actually, Brendan, uh, Brendan, uh, I stand corrected. That was a Saturday joke. Oh, that was? Great. Well, then we, we've, we've, done, we've done our, our duty. Uh, we skipped Friday entirely. Uh, 20 across, they have an itis named after them. That's seniors. Senioritis, yeah. you know, that's where you get towards the end of your senior year, and uh, and you uh, and you kind of stop working. You're you're used to gra- you're about to graduate, so you kind of cut back on your effort. Uh, Greg, yeah. Uh, when I was in college, uh, I had the itis every year. Uh, <laughs> I had freshman itis, sophomore itis. I had GPA itis. I had almost didn't graduate itis. I had the whole. I had every itis you can get, man. I had itis the whole time. That's uh, that's what you've mentioned. Yeah, you, you weren't uh, the most serious student, were you? No, I was a very poor student. I was an excellent uh, test taker. Uh, yeah. I was a good student in high school. I got a very high SAT score. I got into a wonderful college. I then uh, was unsupervised and uh, never went to class. Uh, so that uh, was not not a good time. Yeah, but you straightened yourself out after that. Oh yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I uh, I got it together, and I I mean I learned some things. I think you know who knows. Yeah. Ah, you I, you've learned quite a bit, actually. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, you got you got you get went seven for seven. I you know, yeah, yep. I didn't I didn't really you know I was wrestling most in college, so I there's a lot of classes that I should have attended that I did not. But I you know I I think I took school a little more seriously than you, and um, I went two for seven this week on on the crossword. So yeah, but you were an really all American wrestler. You do. So you know. doesn't matter what you do, man. 
Yeah, that's a that's a nihilist. Uh, this is a nihilist crossword podcast. Now, doesn't matter what you do; it's all gonna it's all gonna be the same. <laughs> One across, setting for the Golden Girls. That's Miami. Did you know this, Greg? B. Arthur was older than Estelle Getty. No. Yes, yes. B. No. Arthur was a year older than her mother on the show. Ma, ma, <laughs> yeah. ma. Yeah, she's no. a year old. That's a slap in the face for Estelle Getty when that casting call comes. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, she. I don't. That's not cool at all. No, B. Arthur is a year older. Yeah. Uh, she got that uh, museum though uh, in in L.A. What museum? The Getty. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, she did get that museum. Ah, <laughs> uh, man, we're 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 pushing the limits on time. Let, let's uh, let's uh, you want any, you got anything to talk about on Saturday? You want to get right into Sunday? Uh, I mean, I, I, what are you talking about? Do I have anything to talk about on Saturday? I brought up that brilliant uh, Trey Leche's yeah. uh, uh, a point. Um, I thought that. Uh, there was a clue 11 down. Uh, I don't really have a joke about it, but it was, uh, I guess Lennon said, Lennon said, uh, paranoia is just a heightened sense of awareness. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. That, uh, man. You, you didn't know he said that or you didn't know that's true? Well, I, di- I didn't know either of them. Is that true? It's definitely not true. It's what a paranoid person says. Yeah. I guess he was sort of paranoid. Not, not quite paranoid enough. <sighs> Sunday. Tasteless. <laughs> Completely tasteless. Sunday, June 21st. This Did was, not learn your lesson from Megan McCain? Don't bring that up. They forgot about it already. Byron. You just, you just did it. You did it to yourself. This was a Byron and Harrison Walden. I don't know if we've ever had a brother combo. Have we? I've never heard of such a thing. I don't think thing. so. Yeah, the, the theme, the title of the puzzle was Animal Let Crossing. me tell you this, man. If Eaton Solners, if there's a Bill Eaton Solners, I'm quitting the podcast. <laughs> uh, the theme was Animal Crossings. Uh, so you had like a clue such as 24 across. What you get when you cross 26 across with a five down. Now, those two answers were elephants and fish. So what you get when you cross elephants with fish, the answer was swimming trunks. So pretty clever. He had about four of those in there. Kind of an interesting little little theme. I yep. thought. I thought it was pretty cool. I mean, I, you know, I honestly on this, I didn't get this puzzle and I don't think I, I would have gotten it, but I kind of ran out of time because yeah. we're doing this a little earlier on Sunday. And, uh, you know, I got about halfway through and then I just, I just ran out of time, but I don't think I would have got it. I, I got extra drumsticks on, on one of them, but yeah, that was, that was when you cross a squid with a chicken, uh, yeah. extra drumsticks, 46 cross crispy with a K blank. This is almost a Monday clue. I mean, that's obviously cream, crispy cream donuts. Now, uh, I don't want to be specific with anyone here, but, uh, Greg and I once worked uh, with a comic who was a uh, pretty large man, very, very large, uh, very, very, very large. Uh, and he had an app on his phone 
that set off an alert uh, whenever donuts. Oh yeah, whenever, man, that was that guy in Myrtle it, Beach. Oh, you come on, Greg. You don't have to specify. It's embarrassing, but it set off an alert whenever donuts came out of the oven at the closest Krispy Kreme, and that that's right, should man. be an illegal app because that that guy did not need that app. That was a, a killer app. That is not uh, appropriate to be allowing people to have that. Yeah, I think the American Diabetes Association is lobbying Congress to get rid of that app. <laughs> yeah, that is not a good app. That that guy wouldn't get mad if you if if we called him out on this. He he, you know, he's aware that he is uh, four hundred pounds. I don't think he was four hundred. Nobody said he was four hundred. No, I just okay. he's aware that he likes donuts. I know that. Uh, he yeah, I he he was pushing four, Greg. You think he was four hundred? I think so. Yeah, yeah. You, or you, you fashion yourself as like a weight guesser. Yeah, I did a, I did a stint at the carnival for a while. Okay, I did a All stint. Right. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um. Um. I uh, I want to talk about one thirteen big name in vitamins. Mm-hmm. That's GNC. Yeah. Brennan, how many times have you seen a crowded GNC? Never. Ever seen any more than two people in there? No, no. Hmm. Me neither. And this may not be. This may be somebody else has made this point in the past. But, uh, but I, I, I uh, how do they? How do they? How do they? Op- Actually, I don't see any. I don't see anybody in any mall now. I mean, there's hardly any mall. And I'm not. I'm not talking about uh, post COVID. Even pre COVID, the, the mall's never crowded anymore, is it? No, I mean, I don't even really go in the mall anymore. But yeah, there. I. What do you? What do you where do you meet chicks? <laughs> <laughs> just the arcade i like to go to the arcade i like to go to the pinball parlor uh yeah in the mall yeah, yeah. um yeah man i don't know maybe gnc is mostly online now i don't know they're also i mean you have two people in there but they are spending like a hundred and ninety dollars on uh supplements so uh yeah you know big name in vitamins i tried to fit greg in uh but it didn't work uh for those of you that don't know greg is the most vitamin man i know he's got every vitamin known to man you are a healthy i uh, i see a holistic doctor I've, I've had some health issues in my adult life and she uh prescribes a lot of supplements um a lot of supplements uh taking a taking a uh, probiotic now, Brendan. You ever taken one of those? Uh, no, no, I haven't. So this probiotic, it's um, it's pretty potent. It's 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 got five hundred billion, five hundred billion with a B CFUs in one pill. That's colony forming units. Five hundred billion of something called Lactobacillus acidophilus. Now. Uh, Acidophilus, he was my landlord, my Greek landlord when I lived in New York, actually. And um, I got to tell you, Brendan, that guy was pretty shady. I hope he's not involved with these pills because if he is, there's not 500 billion CFUs in there. I'm going to say there's probably seven. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. Give or take. Give or take. (laughs) Oh, man. You got, yeah, that's rough. You got a... Got your landlord living inside of you now. That's uh, it's not good. One hundred three yeah. across. Napoleonic symbol. That's a honeybee. Now, did you know this, Greg? The whole idea of the Napoleon complex is bogus. 
right? This idea that a, a, a small man uh, wants to seize power to make up for his lack of height. Napoleon was five feet, seven inches tall. That was above average height for a European at his time. So Napoleon was not short at all. And uh, this man who was perhaps one of the, perhaps the greatest military strategist of all time is just remembered for being short and angry about it. Um, I'll tell you a guy I know who, who has a Napoleon complex, little roadie. I mean, that guy. Hey, hey, you call me Napoleon Compact? You, you know, I, I, in my heart, I'm just as tall as any of you guys. I just, I'm six foot eight in my heart, man. Uh, Did you know uh, anything about that honeybee, Brendan? Uh, I remember it being like a French symbol. I didn't know much about it, no. There's, uh, they're saying, like, he, uh, they're saying he was fascinated with bees, I guess. He didn't, he wasn't, uh, what do you call him, apiary or he, he didn't uh, raise Keep bees, them, yeah. but he was he loved bees. But some people say uh, there's a few different theories on where this came from. Uh, but one of them is when he took over, when he took over for France, um, you know, uh, he did not want to spend any money on decoration. Um, and the uh, you know the former regime had fleur de lis uh, all over the place. Right. They had, you know the fleur de lis. And um, he just hung everything upside down, and when when you do that, it looks uh, looks like a, a a bee. Smart move. See, that's that's no Napoleon complex. That's a genius right there. The old the old flip flop on the logo. I love that. Yeah, uh, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, I think that's gonna do it for uh, uh, for one down uh this week uh i of course am brendan air i'm with greg warren greg uh greg has a uh special coming out that is absolutely fantastic greg could you give us some details on that i've seen it it's amazing uh could you give us some details on that please ah uh, thanks buddy i i have a uh, a comedy special uh, called where the field corn grows and it's going to debut uh june 30th on uh, on Amazon and Amazon Prime and uh, several other places, Voodoo, Xbox, but the the ones that I'm most familiar with are Amazon and Amazon Prime. I believe if you have Amazon Prime, it's uh, it's streaming, it's free. So uh, I would I would uh, love it if you guys checked it out. Yeah, so check that out. And it, here's the thing with these with these kind of specials, uh, it, it's really great. It's really great. I'm I'm not just saying that. Uh, what what goes a long way. Check it out, but also take the link or take the take the screenshot, whatever it is, and share it. Post it on your Instagram, post it on your Twitter, get it out there on your Facebook. Uh, uh, tell people to watch it because it's really great. It's really something worth watching. There, there's a lot of comedy out there that there's you know that we're flooded with comedy these days, and uh, it's not it's not every. Uh, it's not every special that's phenomenal, so uh, I really share this one if you can. Uh, but that's been one down uh, for the week. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Rate, review, subscribe to the podcast. And, uh, you know, uh, me and uh, Old Tuesday Greg will be back next week. <laughs>
the Comedy Crossword Podcast.